Welcome back, everybody. We are on episode eight, the much-anticipated, prolonged, witchy episode. We have finally made it. If you guys are here, you have finally reached what I have promised since, what, episode six. I talked about this, and, you know, I kind of alluded to it at the end of this last episode. And, I mean, if you guys got through episode seven, we hope you guys enjoyed hearing from, like, Al. you know, let us know if you guys want to have him back on um, and just kind of hear him out again. Um, but today we're going to cover a bunch of different things. Um, I mean, we're going to start off with talking about, let's talk about energy. That's kind of what starts the entire, entire thing, right? Um, what do you, mm-hmm. where do you want to start with that? You know, I saw this really interesting thing online the other day, and it was talking about how everybody calls someone's energy something different in different cultures, but all cultures kind of have this idea of people having an energy. Um, And so that's kind of a collective. When we think about somebody's vibe, their energy, what kind of Mm. thing they're putting off, and... I think it's important to uh, be in tune with that and to trust your instincts because if you feel like the energy is off, it usually is. For, right, uh, that know. gut instinct. Yeah, <laughs> it's hardly ever wrong. I have, uh, I can say in, in all of my lifetime thus far, I have been gut instinct wrong probably less than a handful of times. So yeah, that is true. If, if it's uh, feeling like something is not going to work out, it's kind of like that whole thing of like, hmm, should I go down that dark and scary alleyway that's covered in hypodermic needles? Maybe not. Maybe not. But um, I think that what you said, though, is a really good point about talking about kind of where you're directing your energy, the power of what you put your energy into, right? Because that's where mm-hmm. you're directing all of your focus, all of your thoughts, Um, I personally can tell you firsthand that if I want to focus on the negative, I'm going to feel like shit because I'm going to focus on all the negative. I'm putting all my energy into the negative. I'm putting all of my energy into the toxicity, the whatever the case may be, instead of focusing my energy, my thoughts into like looking at the brighter side of things, looking at the positive in the situation. Um, So I think that that's another thing that's kind of really important to talk about when you're talking about like energy and where you want to see yourself going. Yeah, definitely. We touched on this slightly last week um, about journaling affirmations, Mm -hmm. manifestation, and I would love to Mm -hmm. talk a little bit more about that because I feel like that's a practice when we both started, we saw a big difference in our lives and if nothing else, just in changing our outlooks about our situation. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, because it's, of course, like one of the things I feel like I've learned is that going through life, you always have this fork in the road and you can either choose the left path of negativity, or you can choose the right path of positivity. And for me, um, specifically, it's autopilot. I I know every time I get to the fork, I go left. Every time, just keep going left. And so when we started journaling and talking about gratitude and talking about things that you're thankful for, looking at your life 
in a bigger picture as opposed to focusing it on one situation. It really did change our outlook on what we went through, our situation, um, crappy times in your life because, of course, they happen. Yeah, exactly. And it's it starts with changing yourself and how you're interpreting things, viewing things. And mm-hmm. even though it's hard to accept as someone who maybe naturally doesn't think about, you know, hippie, quote unquote, things like manifesting mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. or saying affirmations to yourself, it's a practice that is positive and Mm -hmm. looking toward a positive future. So if you really give it a chance, you will notice the differences in your own outlook and just having that mindset where you're focused, being goal oriented. So it's basically what manifesting is. You're thinking about something that's a big want for you that you're wanting to achieve. And then you're keeping that on your mind and in the forefront so you can get to that thing, you can achieve that thing. Right, right. And there really is no limitation on where you find that gratitude or where you are trying to manifest, right? Obviously, kind of like, and like you were saying, I'll touch on this. If you're asking for and thinking that you're going to manifest, I want $2 million by tomorrow, that's not something that's going to be manifested, right? You have to realize that it is a journey, like you're saying, and it is something that is going to take time. Um, but touching on affirmations, why do we think, because <laughs> we both have worked on this for years. Um, and like Corey's saying, it's a challenge. It's not easy to do. And sometimes you, you feel stupid doing it because you're like, why do I even need to talk to myself? But why do we feel like affirmations are important? I think even if you're starting not believing what you're saying, you're having a hard time being positive about yourself at some point along the line, you're saying it to yourself so much, it becomes your truth and your mm-hmm. reality. And you just are able to kind of shift your views about yourself and feel more comfortable and confident in your own skin to the point where you're literally changing who you are in a positive way. Yeah. And it changes your mindset on Um, the things that affect you and the world around you, right? Because to me, and I think I kind of touched on this too last week, was, you know, we speak the worst to ourselves. We say things to ourselves that we wouldn't dare ever say to another human being. So I think it's really important to, when you're doing these affirmations, say things that are going to make you feel better about yourself. Because for me, I realized why would I expect somebody else to sit there and tell me, oh, you're pretty, oh, you're this, oh, you're funny, oh, whatever, if I'm not even telling myself that. Because here's the thing, if I don't believe that, they can say it all they want. They can say it all they want. But if I'm not telling myself that and if I truly don't believe that, I can't accept it. I can't Mm -hmm. accept that kind of, of, I guess, energy or whatever you want to say that comes with that compliments, I guess. Yeah, that's... A really great point. I never thought about that. If you're not believing it about yourself, you're not going to be able to accept that when someone else says it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's so true. It's, it's the uh, self-acceptance. Self-acceptance, I think, is what, what it is. Okay. So we have the very mild um, G-rated conversation easing into the, the crystal girl status here. 
Um, <laughs> what are some things we want to talk up. about <laughs> relating to this? <laughs> we'll, we'll not be too crazy today. We promise. Just, just minor. No. Yeah. Just minor, minor. <laughs> um, yeah, for us, we're like minor, minor. Okay, so what we got, we need you guys to do: get out your natal chart, tell us your rising, your your moon. Tell us. <laughs> everyone's like, click off, click off. Yeah. Um, but no, that's a great thing. Let's talk about signs. Let's talk about uh, astrological signs. Um, oh my gosh, sorry. Um, do they matter for long term compatibility? Is it something that? is important? Do we need to value that? Are all signs created equal? Ooh. We've definitely mentioned before that we're both the same sign. We're both Taurus. Um, And we got to be honest, like we definitely have some preconceived notions, some grudges towards certain signs. (laughs) I'll meet certain people with a sign and I'm like, I don't know that I want to continue <laughs> Immediately, to you. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. <laughs> oh, true. That is true. But I mean, here's the thing, right? The thing with signs is that, like we're saying, <laughs> I'm going to expose us so hard. We really fit the part. Like if you ever wondered like, hmm. Am I like that? Like Corey and I 100% through and through are Taurus. Like we are the bull in the China shop and we can be super protective, super loyal. But if you make us mad, good freaking luck, like literally good luck because it literally, oh gosh, this is terrible to say, but like getting revenge sometimes like restores us. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking about this because a situation arose for me in which I could uh, have some pretty petty revenge on someone who wronged me. And I'm having Mm. this like inner self battle about, I need to just move on and be the bigger person. And then I'm like, but screw her. (laughs) I want her to suffer. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I feel that same way. There are those people where I sit there and I'm like, hmm. I see. So your mom never told you about Tauruses, huh? That's nice. Must be nice. What's that life like? You know, because you just can tell, right, by some the some of the ways that people like carry themselves or like things that people do to you. Um, and it's so terrible, right? Like I try and tell people like if you're going to play your games with me of all people or if you're going to play your games with Corey, like we're going to cause pain to you and we're going to smile while we do it. Like it's it's terrible, but it is what it is. but i'm sure other signs have that too right like you know gemini's are known for being two-faced and um i mean everybody has their stereotypes with with other signs um i mean i can't think of any oh scorpio (laughs) we all know what they say about scorpios (laughs) (laughs) all the scorpios are like leaving us a negative comment like (laughs) we start clout baby (laughs) it's true Sorry, I was gonna say my beef sign is Aries for sure. I, I'm never Ooh. get along with Aries for some reason, or always have yeah. issues with them. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I don't know. I'd say like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what my my sign would be that like I had such an issue with. My ex husband is a Virgo, so shout out to the Virgos. <laughs> There's your, there's your <laughs> not like sign. We found it. Oh, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> what was that thing that you showed me earlier? You were like, 
think about the worst person you've ever met and why is it the boyfriend that you met at 19? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, calling me out. Yeah. Um, oh. On that train of thought, I think mm-hmm. it's easy to use signs as a justification for behavior or action, mm. why a relationship didn't work out. Um, yeah. But, it, you know, it's not meant to, to rule your entire life. And if you're mm-hmm. living your life like, ooh, I have a 60% compatibility with this person. I guess it's time to dip out. Um, that's probably not going to end well for you. And you should right. reevaluate your options a little bit there. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, you're, so your boyfriend, what, mm-hmm. I mean, we know you're a Taurus. What is your boyfriend's sign? He's a Libra, which I, I honestly don't feel like I had ever met a Libra before him. So I don't think I had either. Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. And every time I see stuff about his sign, he's, I feel like the only person I've ever met, but it, I don't feel like it fits him really. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. See, so there's a perfect example. Just like you were saying, you can't base your entire relationship off of it because there are people like Corey and I that you look up a Taurus and like you read the 60 things about us and it's true through and through. You can meet somebody like her boyfriend and realize that, you know what, it's not true at all. Um, Because I think that it's a really good point to point out too that regardless of your sign, you're going to be a product of your environment. So like things you've been through, things mm-hmm. that have happened to you, those are going to change how you think, what you feel, your reactions. So like they may say, and I don't know, I'm just, you know, thinking here, I don't know what they say about Gemini and I don't know what they say about Libra, but like had things not happened to Corey and I the way that they did, maybe we wouldn't be the bull in the China shop. Fancy that. <laughs> well, I actually would have to say the opposite is true about me because – I think I used to be more of a hothead and life humbled me a little bit. (laughs) I'm not as crazy as I used to be. Like, like, bitch, sit down, be humble. (laughs) Literally, like, I'm a lot calmer now. And like, you know, 10 years ago, if someone would have wronged me, I immediately would have been seeking my revenge. But here I am like, should I be the bigger person, you know? (laughs) Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. I think that comes with age. I hate that so much. Like, oh, let's be the bigger person, which is just, oh, that's a whole other thing. But no, exactly. Like, you can't base your whole life on it. I would say at the end of the day, really any two signs can be compatible. It also is just going to come down to, are you willing to put in the work? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not willing to put in work into a relationship, it doesn't matter if you have a 2% chance of working out based on your astrology. If they're not going to put in the work, you're never going to be in a relationship, period, the sentence. So, um, no, I agree, 100%. Where do you – I feel like we're tiptoeing so so gently with them. (laughs) (laughs) Or like release the crazy slowly. (laughs) I know, I know. Release the kraken. (laughs) Like that's how it feels. And it's ironic because this is going to come out next week, right? But for when we're recording it, it's just so happens to be the night of a full moon, which is just absolutely insane that this just seems to work out for us. Um, so, so where do you want to, where do you want to take us, Corey? Where do you want to take us on this journey? <laughs> 
I mean, on that note, I'm going to briefly segue and say it's pouring here. I'm going to take my jar out and uh, collect my moon water outside tonight. So <laughs> there's my full-blown crazy for you. <laughs> oh, if it makes you feel better. I literally was doing, like, research and it was saying, like, so one of the things that I personally <clears throat> am working on is um, practicing mindfulness and uh, redirecting negative thoughts like we were talking about with the fork in the road. It's easy to go for me to go left and think negatively. It's very challenging for me to think positively. So one of the things that um, you know I went in and, and started talking about was this improve the moment exercise. So when you start feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm getting these negative thoughts. So ladies, what I mean by negative thoughts, I'll tell you right now what my negative thoughts are. He's cheating on me. He's going to leave. Oh my God. He's not texting me back. He must not love me. Am I not pretty? Am I just not that great? You know, all these negative thoughts that we have about ourselves. I, instead of focusing on them, I instead now will improve the moment. By that, I mean, get up, go wash a dish vacuum your house, do some dusting, do something to take your mind off of it because then without you even realizing it, you're redirecting your mind to do something that is completely different, right? You're you're pretty much shocking your mind into being like, oh, I can't think about that anymore. I need to think about, let me go and, you know, wipe down the mirror or whatever. And, and it can be something super easy like oh, you know what? Let me go and put my hair up in a ponytail. You know, And guys, same thing. When you guys start thinking, and I'm sure that this doesn't happen as much, and maybe it does, I don't know. Overthinking, I'm just, I mean, for me, I do enough for my entire relationship, so I carry it for both of us. Don't you worry. But when you're doing that, same thing. Oh, you know what? Let me go and get get a car wash. Let me go and go out for a walk. Like, and Corey actually was the one who really started to tell me that improving your mental health can happen just by doing those minute little things. Mm-hmm. And I think you touched on the thing that works really well for me, and that's accomplishing some kind of thing that I can like mm-hmm. tangibly see I accomplished, and then I instantly feel like that sense of like pride and getting something done. And then it encouraged me to continue on that like train to Mm kind of get out of the slump, keep doing something productive. So I think just the act of starting something and then being able to finish it uh, helps tremendously. Yeah, no, absolutely. And going off of what Al said too last week with, you know, talking about when you have an issue and saying, when you do this, I feel this. That's one of those things where you're practicing mindfulness without even realizing it, right? There's a big difference in knowing that for me, there are things in my life that are, shit, I got to think on how I'm going to word that. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, There's things in my life that are negative and that just, you know, no matter what way you cut it, it's it's negative to me. It's a toxic thing that just doesn't vibe with me, and that's that. The thing is, is that through mindfulness and through working on it, I've now realized and can recognize the difference of I'm just going to acknowledge that, acknowledge the the person, the thought, the whatever it is that's feeding into this, right? That you is, I guess that is basically giving you those thoughts of negativity. Acknowledge it realize that, you know what, it's a negative thought and move on because that's all you can do. You know, it's just a simple moment in time 
and realizing that it's really not worth looking into more than that because that's all it is. That person, that thing, that thought is just a negative moment in your life. Um, and it's a, it's a finite time, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's another thing I, I've started doing to practice for mindfulness and, and kind of work with, um, self-love, self-forgiveness, those types of things. So I have a, uh, kind of switching lanes here, but, mm-hmm. um, I- controversial topic right now, a popular topic, which is the the stereotype of the crystal girl and um, what people are kind of saying about that online. Um, And it's pretty harsh. Um, People, (laughs) yeah. And me. (laughs) I'm going to read some things here that I found. Uh, The first one says, Honestly, I think the crystal girl is just part psychomatic. A colleague Mm. has crystals in her apartment and saged her place to clear the quote-unquote energy. Just the act made her feel more at peace. I get the same result after cleaning the entire place. So like you Mm. were saying before, um, you know, some people feel better by doing something, cleaning, whatever. And then this person's likening the the crystal people to that being their right. practice that's purely like internal self actualized to mean something right what are what are the thoughts i mean for me my uh, my first thought is going to be that i feel like Everybody just has to respect each other's like thing, right? So like for me, perfect example, tonight you're like, I'm going to take water and I'm going to get my moon water out. For me, what I think I need to do because negativity affects people in different ways. I personally, I can feel that just energy around me. And like I can tell you right now, like because if it's the same feeling, I guess this would be a great way to put it. You know, when someone's looking at you, when you're not looking, you get that like feeling of like somebody's looking at me or somebody's staring at me. You can just feel it on you. Mm-hmm. It's that same type of thing for me with negativity. And I'm sure for many others, if somebody is hating on you, bashing you, t- tearing you down, whatever that like sits on you. And it, it literally will either, you know, eat away at you, give you those negative thoughts for me. It gives me like mad paranoia. Like I'm like paranoid, like all the time because I'm like, well, are they going to do that shit again? You know, whatever, whatnot. So to counteract that, my thought is for tonight, instead of the moon water, I just need to write down the things that I think in my mind I need to just release mm-hmm. and just release it and be like, you know what? It is what it is. I've released it. I've accepted it for what it's worth. I've acknowledged it. Perfect example, acknowledging it and not giving it more power than it's worth and move on because that's it. Literally, there's nothing else you can do at the end of the day. The only person that that's affecting is yourself. So if there's somebody who's like, you know, I want to do um, moon water. I personally, oh, well, she's going to write down these things that she thinks are no longer serving her. Well, that's weird. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like whatever you're called to do is what's right for you. Yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. And I think when it comes to dating, um, it's important that you find a partner that even if your beliefs are different and they don't believe or understand this the way you do that they can still 
say, okay, like that's the way you feel. It's the way you think. That's fine. I accept that part of you. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, even beyond relationships, right? So some of the things that we talk about, you guys, we don't want you to take it as like, I can only apply this to dating. It applies to even like friendships, like perfect example of what I just said, right? Corey's going to do her thing tonight. I'm going to do my own thing tonight. Doesn't mean that I bash her for what she does. Doesn't mean that I think, oh my God, I can't believe Corey's doing that. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, no, she's feeling called to do that. I personally feel like for me, if I get out the water, I'm going to want to like <laughs> drown it and be like, get away from me. <laughs> I'm like holy water, like, oh, Christ compels you. Yeah, literally. Give me the holy water. I'm ready. Like gallons if we must. But yeah. So, I mean, that's a good point, right? Trust and believe that like, even if you have different of opinion it doesn't mean that you need to like bash the other person or you know i guess not validate like what they feel is right was there anything else that was in there um no i mean it was it was pretty much just people uh shitting on the crystal girl and uh putting too much stock into i guess we could call it almost like a supernatural belief right um, Belief in crystals, tarot, uh, astrology, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's a good point here, too, to kind of say as well that you're able to, obviously, as you get older, you're able to kind of decide and pick and choose on what you want to incorporate, right? So there's certain things that are a part of that life that... I see nothing wrong with. I have my faith, my religion, that type of thing. But then I also have no problem with some of the other stuff, right? And I'm sure to the people who are listening, they're like, oh my God, she's terrible. Not not really, right? Like, again, set your own boundaries, set your limits. Like, if there's something that I'm like, oh yeah, like, I'm cool if you pull my, uh, pull tarot for me and you're like, that's the devil's work, then don't do it. Like, that's up to you. That's your opinion. Like, take the facts out of it or your feelings out of it and realize it's just facts, right? So my thing is, is I guess like you can pick and choose. Like, you don't have to specifically be one way or you have to be hard on the other. Um, So yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I look into astrology. I think that there is some truth in what it says. And of course there's things that, like I said, there's going to be things that have happened in your life that are going to change you as a person to begin with. <laughs> Stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think a big part of what you're saying is um, not being biased towards something until you take the time to understand what it really is, not having those assumptions about something you don't understand And that is so important when meeting new people, connecting with people Mm -hmm. with different beliefs and cultures is that you're not coming in with these hard assumptions about someone and like, well, could never be friends with them, could never date them because they believe this when you don't even understand what that belief is and you're not taking the time to um, hear them out. Right. And and I think that the last thing that I kind of want to touch on here is how we were talking about validating, you know, your partner, validating 
what they believe, how they feel, their emotions, you know. One of the things that I think is not looked at and not discussed is that I'm going to call you guys out. I'm going to call you guys out because I've done it myself. So, like, don't feel alone in this, but I'm going to call you guys out. Some of y'all are searching for validation in all the wrong places. Oh, shit. She said it. I said it. I fucking said it. You're, you're searching for it. Oh, I need, you know, I need it in this guy. Oh, I need it, you know, from my friend or, oh, you know, if you're younger and you're listening, oh, well, you know, the popular group in high school doesn't like me. You're searching for validation that it's never going to get filled because the person that you need the validation from isn't any of those people because it's never going to fill that void. You're, if you don't validate yourself and your feelings, you're literally just searching for somebody else to be a placeholder. Damn, that show yeah. is heavy. Yeah, that's that's some hard truth to understand and to accept. But until you love yourself, until you you love the person that's looking back at you every morning, um, mm-hmm. you're never gonna be happy by anybody else's measure. Yeah, no, exactly. And if you're searching for, you know, like guys, if you're looking to your girlfriend to be like, "I'm so proud of you. I love you. You're so this. You're so that." Why don't you feel that about yourself and take a look in the mirror and ask yourself that? Why do you not feel that about yourself unless she's telling you? Ladies, same thing. Why do you not feel like you are enough if he is not telling you or if he is not waiting on you hand and foot? Why do you not feel worthy of a man like that? You know, Corey and I talked about in a previous episode how way back when we thought that, um, fugitives, convicts, and prisoners were right up our alley of what we deserved. And we were searching for this validation, like, oh, we're still worth it. Or, or at least for me, oh, I'm still wanted. Yeah. By the police. Like, (laughs) I wasn't the case, but, (laughs) but I mean, you're searching for that in all these, in all the wrong people. Cause those people now looking back on it, hindsight, none of them would be the person that I would like for like a long-term future partner. I mean, Corey, do you think that those people were for you? Like the people that you searched for back then? Definitely not. I think there was definitely a time when I was very broken and wasn't ready to be um, accepting of love because I wasn't giving it to myself. There you have it. There you freaking have it. So you guys, we're going to wrap it up for today. We are going to dive into some lighter, (laughs) some lighter notes next week. I mean, I guess kind of like, and by lighter notes, I mean, like, I'll just tell you guys this. He was only 15 years older than me. Okay. So like do with that information (laughs) as you want, like fucking stay tuned. Okay. You guys. So, um, we will see you guys episode nine, you guys. Corey, tell the people where they can find us. Hit, hit them with the deets. You can email us at sidelinepd at gmail.com. And we are sidelinepd on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So, you guys, take care. Be bad bitches. Be fucking kings. Fucking roast everybody while you're at it. All right, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Ooh.